Hey, what's good everybody, Greg Hickman here. And in this video, I want to actually share a free training that I did inside of our free Facebook group for digital agency owners on how to thrive and grow your agency during a down economy or right now in the United States and really across the world, we're dealing with the coronavirus. And these are un these were kind of unexpected on how crazy it was going to be and how it might impact your business, your clients' businesses, which might even lead us into a recession. So really, I want to break down the things that you could be doing and ways that you should be thinking about your business in this time so that you can come out the other side on top because a lot of your competition is not going to make in time right Let's now with everything that's going on with uh, COVID-19 and you know the economy. And there's a lot of people that I think uh, clearly if you are on any sort of social media or have any media at all, uh, are, are freaking out. Uh, and I'm not here to tell you, um, any sort of data on COVID or anything like that. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about, um, what I see happening and how I think you guys can position yourselves and really step up, uh, in the current state that we are in. And the reality is the things that we are feeling um, and or at least the media is talking about, possibly some of you are feeling that there's obviously the spectrum of people being completely afraid. And then there's people that are you know confident that are going to kind of make it through this opportunity just fine. And so actually, as before I jump in, uh, I'd love to know like, what are your what are your current feelings, you know, in one to two words um, about where we are at right now, uh, both in your business, your life, the economy? How are you personally feeling about the next, you know, three, six, 12 months? What's a, a word that you personally have to describe this? I guess before I start telling you how I feel um, and what I'm hearing from others, I'd love to you know, again, make this a personal conversation and understand where are you guys coming from? Comment below, you know, what's, what's a word that comes to mind for you, uh, with how you feel about the state of the next three, six, 12 months as it relates to your business and your, your own life. Give me a little bit of a little comment. And if, if you're obviously watching the replay, I'd love to hear you chime in, uh, as, as you're watching uh, later on or whenever, whenever you choose to watch us. But I've been thinking a lot about this as I have a bunch of notes on my paper that I'm going to be jamming with. And first, also, can you hear me all right? Can you guys hear me all right? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Again, if you're just tuning in, let me know who you are. I'm trying to make sure that I'm seeing all of your comments and that I'm not missing out on anything you guys are saying. So I had to pull you guys all up on on all the all the devices. Who do we got here? There's more than just me viewing. So let me know. We got Tim. I'm not sure if we got Anthony or who who else is watching, but let me know. All right. Well I'm gonna carry on anyway, because we gotta get on with my day as well. But so um look so here's Here's my first thing. Every, we can view everything uh, through a specific frame. We can view it through the, the frame of fear or we can view it through the frame of opportunity. As entrepreneurs, 
Um, as someone who owns a business, I think now more than ever, um, the reality is you've been through probably times just like this. What's going on, Kristen? And in some way, shape, or form, I mean, some of you have businesses that have survived, um, you know, previous recessions and things like that. Um, now, we just had our clients in town for for two days last week, um, and we had a chance to kind of chat about all the news as it was coming up. And I think we really, you know, our goal was to make sure everybody left um, in a state uh, of confidence. And I think now more than ever, um, what's going on, Anthony? Now more than ever, we are in a position where as entrepreneurs, like I think there's a huge opportunity and we need to rise up to the occasion. And I'm going to be talking about some tactical things that you should be considering, things that we've been teaching and preaching for a long time. Uh, I'm sure some of your clients are feeling nervous. Maybe you're feeling nervous. Uh, and the I see how I was as an agency owner back in the day, and I already hear people responding in a way where I can tell you that they're 100% going to lose clients. Um, and... They are going to, instead of be uh, initiating conversation, they're going to like kind of wait around to see what their clients say. And I don't think that is the state that many of you uh, should, should position yourselves in. We need to position ourselves as leaders. And um, again, this is something we've never seen before. Uh, however, at the same time, if any one of you follow the economy, um, we've been doing well enough for a long enough time that like we have all been saying that there is a recession coming. There is a recession coming. How do we prepare for the recession? And all before this whole Corona thing came about. And so, um, you know, if you followed me or followed our message for any period of time, you would understand that what we talk about in serving agencies is not being a one trick pony and only having, you know, your service be a done for you solution and create multiple revenue streams that allow you to serve clients in different ways at a very big picture. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more here in, in a few, but whether it was Corona or something else, the things that we're about to experience and or are currently experiencing we're going to be coming in some way, shape, or form. Now, not necessarily the health concerns. I'm not talking about that, but from a business perspective, um, the challenging times, you know, uh, again, all the things that come along with being in a recession. Um, some people are saying we're already in it. There's clearly definitely signs that it's on the way. Probably many boxes can be checked uh, to classify a recession. Um, and if we're not there now, at least the the beginning of one is probably happening with this whole uh, COVID thing. And so I wanted to talk about things that you should be considering to prepare yourself um, to not only not just survive, not just survive this, um, this situation, but to come out on the other side. I can guarantee that you will see many businesses blow up like in a good way, not a bad way, during the next six to 12 months. And if all of your focus is on the just the short-term effects of this, I can already tell you that you're probably thinking about this thing entirely wrong. Because again, 
there's going to be a likely a recession and that won't just course correct after, you know, 30 or 60 days, possibly like a, a virus. I mean, this thing is obviously going to, to carry on a lot longer than, than where we're at, you know, 18, possibly 24 months. So this is not just a, how do I survive the next 30 days or the next three weeks? Because my child's school got closed for two weeks and then they're on spring break. Like this isn't a, how do we just get through the next month to two months? This is how do we position ourselves and what are things we could be doing each and every day to carry through this event and possibly come out on top and at least position ourselves to come out on top. Does that sound good with you? If that's what we're talking about. So uh, I'm going to probably jump back and forth between my, my iPad and, and, and whatnot, but Look, like kind of the message that we imparted on our clients when they left here on Friday is um, don't don't cower to the fear um, in the in this situation. Be a leader. I was just on the call with our team this morning, and I said, "Look, um, as we're talking to clients, as we're talking to prospects, we need to be the ones that step up and are there to support them through." through these challenges, right? I mean, there's going to be challenges. It's not going to be easy. Many businesses are going to suffer from this, especially those that are a part of supply chain. If your clients are, you know, supply chain related, like you're in markets that, you know, are going to be impacted, obviously. Um, but a lot of us agency owners, we help other business owners. We help them make more money. We help them grow. We help them be more efficient. We help them save save time, save money. There are businesses out there and specifically probably your clients that actually need your help right now. And instead of you cowering to let me just see how this plays out to step up to be a voice in their in their world in the market, not just your existing clients, but possible clients is huge. Right. Um, and I think, again, instead of being being a person where we're going to play victim as entrepreneurs, you need to be the leader. You need to be the leader to your clients. You need to be the leader to your market. And this kind of goes without saying, but hopefully as the entrepreneur, you need to be the leader at home too. Um, maybe your family is freaking out. Uh, maybe you have some of those people in your family as well. But this is the time to to be a leader. And, and one other thing that I mentioned to our clients while they were here was... Um, as an entrepreneur, you know how to, and because you have, carry some sort of uh, risk, uh, carry some sort of weight on your shoulders already because of the type of business you're in. Building your own business is not easy, right? We all know that not everybody can do that. And so this is an opportunity for you to see, I think, the amount of power that you actually have and uh, to rise up maybe into and step into uh a new level of leadership in your life and in your business. So I challenge you to, to kind of be the leader, not the victim here. So um, let's just dive into some, to some of the things that I'm thinking about. And again, if you have questions as we're going through this, please comment below. Let me know um, what you got going on. So let me just make sure I can pull this up to the old iPad here. All right. So again, you've all been pretty quiet since I've started. So I'm going to take that as you are very passionately listening. So here's a few things. The first thing, which I think might come as a shock to some of you, but I have to discuss it, is actually raise prices. Now, while this thing is just getting started, 
first of all, I've been saying raise prices for a really long time. So if you've already raised your prices, that's one thing. But if you've been waiting to raise your prices, three, six months from now is probably not the time because you're going to be probably one of those people that's viewed as raising prices just because um, you know things are hard right? and you're trying to survive. But the reality is decreasing prices is not necessarily the answer because you're likely not going to be able to serve your clients effectively if you lower your prices. If you lower your prices and you start you know, discounting everything, you might not be able to afford your own expenses or your team in order to make it through the next three, six, 12 months. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate it. Um, so we've always said, raise your prices um, and introduce alternative revenue streams that have different, different delivery modes. And so I'm not just saying raise your prices and eye gouge people. That's not what I'm saying. Like you'll see some supermarkets doing. Um, your services are not necessarily a supply chain thing, uh, at least for most of you in this group. I can't blanket statement this entire group, but I think we need to raise prices because here's the thing. You're probably thinking, well, I'm going to get pushback, Greg. Here's the reality. One, most of you haven't raised your prices in a really long time and you're, you've been undercharging. Two, you always get pushback already. So what's the difference? Like you're, you've likely already been getting pushback from certain people. So just because of the current situation that we are in doesn't mean you're going to get any less pushback. So if you've been waiting to raise your prices, I would say now is the actual time to do it. And there, there'll be other things that come along with just raising the prices. Um, because when things are good, you've been getting challenged on and getting pushed back on your rates. Uh, so one goes to say, raise your prices. Cause I've been saying to do that for a long time. So that's more of the, if you haven't been listening to me for the last two, three years, uh, hopefully you're listening now. So number two is, um, really w- this notion of what we've been kind of preaching at alt agency is become an alt agency and an alt agency really is, I think kind of a triple threat. A triple threat meaning that your revenue streams are diversified. Your revenue streams are not tied to you just selling your time and your time and uh, for money, right? Uh, it's not just about being labor, which many of you, that might be your only revenue stream, aka, like I said, time for money. So if that's one revenue stream, cool, that you have a service. And what I'll call that is your core service. You have a core service offering, and this is your likely your done for you. So I'm going to kind of indent that. So your core service historically has probably been done for you, time for money. But something that we preach uh, actively at uh, at Alt Agency is adding a revenue stream that is more leveraged or hybrid. And ultimately, this is more of a done with you solution and done with you in that it's a combination of things like, I'll say done for you, coaching, and even info. And those are packaged up to create an experience. 
I'm going to talk about this notion of experience here a little bit in a little bit more, but so you have one revenue stream, you have another revenue stream, and ultimately a lot of our clients are eventually adding a third revenue stream that is like pure info. Think DIY. I think there's a way to do these incorrectly, and I'm not going to go super deep into that, but ultimately your DIY efforts should spin back into aligning people into investing into your core service. Elsa, yes, glad you're talking about this. Uh, bars, restaurants, and gyms are now closed in LA, but deliveries are still maintained. Now is 100% when businesses should get online and do no contact deliveries and video. 100%, right? If any of you follow any of the gyms, like I've seen already massive amounts of, hey, I'll help you. I'll coach you in how to work out from home. Like if you, all you need is a few weights, I'll show you how to do body weights. Like you can teach things virtually. So um, anything that required a physical presence needs to now create an experience virtually, right? You can't just say, Hey, j Hey, um, I'm going to come back to that, but thank you, Elsa. Totally true. Um, a lot of, if you do serve local business that are prim primarily brick and mortar, you helping them get online in the next, you know, 90 days is going to probably be paramount for them to be successful and make it all the way through, make it all the way through, um, you know, this down economy. Um, and again, the current state and getting through recession, even just beyond just the, the COVID-19, right? So we can't just be a one trick pony and only sell our done for you services. We need to actually have other ways to get paid that are, um, more profitable, easier to deliver, uh, not just easier from, uh, a, energy and bandwidth, but delivery in a, in a mode where it doesn't require any sort of physical, physical things. Right. Um, now one thing that I think in, in general, and actually this comes down to my third point, I think this is a huge opportunity and I'm already starting to see this slightly double down on advertising. Um, I'm already seeing some costs on Facebook for ads drop. Um, and I don't think that that's, uh, I think that's going to continue in some way, shape or form. And there's going to be some people that are pulling back a lot of people that are going to pull back on their spending. And I want to be the person that's doubling down, not only one to get in front of people that need help, uh, because I think we can help them get through this. So if you are in a position where you're like, Oh my God, I need help. And we need the, the guidance and the counsel. Um, I think there's plenty of ways that we can help you do that in our programs. So definitely reach out. But, um, this is an opportunity where many of your competitors will be pulling back and spending less and going into hiding to, to survive. And, um, that leaves opportunity for you. Um, and again, the whole narrative of this conversation is you can choose the, the viewpoint of that this is, um, all bad, but there's also tons of ways that we can start looking at this as, a, as an opportunity. One competition that is not strong enough, not strong willed enough, not, um, you know, not prepared enough are going to potentially, you know, be driven out of the marketplace um, we have the opportunity to double down on advertising and be that voice in our community, lead up in front of our, our potential prospects and capture leads, build opportunities, right? Uh, especially if 
the costs of those things are going to be coming down. So double down on lead gen because the costs will definitely be falling there. At least I've seen that thus far. And I know from many of my peers that are starting to see that too, which kind of goes into uh, this notion of you know, focus on generating leads. And for those of you that are clients that are watching and listening to this, um, I'm talking about some things that are holistic to everybody, but I want to make sure that if something here catches your eye as a client, that you raise this in the private client groups so that we can properly diagnose you and make sure that that's sequentially the right thing you should be focused on. Um, but so just know that this is sort of a thing that I'm thinking we need to be doing a little bit of all of this stuff in some ways, but generate leads, right? Um, there is huge opportunities right now to focus on getting people into your lead magnets. Um, and if you have them, I'm using the term, even though I don't like it, but tripwires, your front end products to not really just generate cash flow, but from both of these perspectives is actually just increase the number of opportunities you have. And these lead magnets and these tripwires should deliver value, not just um, you know, capture a credit card or anything like that. Like we actually need to make sure that we are delivering value in these offerings. So make sure your lead magnet does help people because obviously there are businesses that are going to be looking for free information and, and, uh, trying to apply stuff maybe internally. But if you can wow them with your content, with your lead magnets and your, they're on your list and you can create a dialogue once they've opted in or once they've purchased that front end opportunity and up level them into a sales conversation to sell your core offer or your done with you offer, you're now creating new opportunities for yourself. Again, if we do, if we continue to see the ad costs go down, we should be able to even use ads effectively to increase our leads. So these are going to play, uh, play nicely with each other. And really this whole notion is just generate leads and, um, you can, focus on the ascension of getting them up your value ladder into your your core service, which we call the signature service, um, and any other uh, delivery modes. All right? Is this making sense? Let me know. Are you with me? If you have any questions as I'm going along, please drop them in the comments. We had about 21 people say they wanted to watch this. Obviously, I know how live works, so we'll probably get a lot of people watching later, but generate leads. All right. Um, and again, from a create opportunity perspective, I'm talking about in a way where um, we add value to our new client and or prospect's life, and then we have a conversation to ascend them into uh, a more robust service offering. Uh, let's see what some of my other notes here say. We got, um, oh yeah, all of this comes with the caveat of everything I'm saying, like I, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are A, trying to deliver the utmost value to your clients. You're not trying to take advantage of everybody. This is not, if you're of the person who's like, I'm going to 
raise my pra- raise my prices to eye gouge people. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about raise your prices and then discount it so that you can say you have a discount. That's not uh, what I'm talking about either. That is completely disingenuous. Um, and I don't think uh, of the highest integrity. This is an opportunity for you to lead, right? And one other thing that I think is really important and take a note from what I'm doing at this moment. Um, and I have you know a handful of clients watching right now as well. Like this is an opportunity to educate your audience, right? Let them know that you're here with them. You are here to help them get through this. Uh, and you know, some of, I actually haven't had many people yet, although it's just starting, um, at least clients that have, you know, already like dramatically suffered from this. You're probably going to get some people that want to, you know, pause service or what have you. And we can talk about some of those things, you know, if you're a client, uh, you know, in the client group, but if you are out in the marketplace doing stuff like I'm doing right now, helping you have a different frame, have a different perspective and show you that there's opportunity, that this is not just a time to be afraid, that you're going to get people to rally behind you. And you want to do that for your clients. So if you haven't sent a message about this yet, or you haven't done a live, or you haven't recorded a video, maybe you should host a webinar for all of your clients and say, hey, I'd like to chat with you about this. Maybe do an email to your list and say, hey, I'm going to be going on a Zoom you know, later this week or as soon as possible to talk about how you can still, you know, find opportunities for your organization or for your, you know, uh, for your customers in this market. And this is really going from, you could either cower in fear if this were a spectrum or you could step up and lead. And I want you guys to focus on, on leading first, right? Competition will your competition is probably going to freak out a little bit, but if you can be the optimist, I think you are going to obviously one navigate through this whole situation a whole lot smoother, mainly because this, the, the talk that I hear, and maybe this is me projecting is that, Hey, this is all going to be over in 30 or 60 days, right? Uh, you know, after, you know, they lift a quarantine or whatever, and we're able to go back to public places that, like, yes, business will start to improve, especially if your clients have had to close their business for whatever reason. But like, likely this is potentially likely, potentially the, the, we're gonna, the beginning of the market correcting itself has begun. Okay. And so I'm talking about if you're a business owner, I'm thinking 18, 24 plus months from now, like we still want to be here. We still want to be thriving. This is not just a, how do I put a bandaid on something for the next 90 days? This is like, we got to be looking at this from the next 18 to 24 months. And that's going to require you to step up as a leader. And so a couple, a couple other things, I know I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. Um, I think when it comes to, um, you know, I've talked a lot about this before, um, how you connect with the marketplace, how you convert those leads and how you, how you serve them, you know, AKA fulfillment. There are some things we need to think about. And I think really when it comes to your advertising, your marketing, you showing up as a leader, if you're saying the same thing that you were saying even last week, let alone last month, 
contextually, your message is going to be off. So you need to look at your marketing and ask yourself, like just this morning, I talked to our team. I was like, we need to look through all of the emails that we had scheduled out for this month and make sure that what we're saying is contextually relevant and also maybe not going to offend someone or say something that is now inappropriate that wasn't even last week and or you know, 30 days ago. So your marketing, I think, needs a refresh at least to make sure that you are contextually relevant, right? Um, Again, for a lot of you, your content should be updated and enhanced to go position yourself as someone that your clients and prospects are going to want to work with through this situation to come out on top on the other side, not hide from all of the stuff that's going on in fear that if I email them, I might remind them that they're paying me. I've already heard some agencies saying that, which is crazy. That is playing, that is going to be playing the victim. You will be the victim in this, right? So you need to step up and that means refreshing your marketing so that contextually you're relevant. And also, again, if you don't update your marketing over the course or, you know, moving forward, even from last week, you're either going to be ignored or you're going to repel people, right? Because maybe you, you, maybe you said something two weeks ago that no longer would fly necessarily with the current marketplace. So you got to just double check what you're saying, but also think about how you can, again, if you're going to be the opportunist, which I think you guys should go into your, go into your, your prospect groups, your email list, um, even, you know, client lists, uh, be doing training like this to, start shifting that context, you're going to have people that instead of ignoring you or repelling you are going to be compelled to work with you because they're going to trust you coming through this situation. Hopefully that makes sense. So we need to be sure to update our marketing. When it comes to fulfillment, um, like we just had our clients in town for a two-day event. Uh, The next one's in June. We're going to have to see how that plays out. And I know many people that are in this group and some even clients, when you look at your delivery, if you have any sort of in-person events, activities, or even just, you know, maybe I know some people like in-person sales meetings, that's not really delivery. That'd be more conversion up here. I'll say in-person, in-person sales meetings. But if you have in-person uh, implementation, like if clients come to your office or you go to them to do any sort of work, we need to move those things to virtual, which again, from a benefit perspective for you, you could save a lot of costs. I know that many people that have come through our programs used to do a lot of in-person fulfillment and one of the things that made them more scalable, able to increase capacity was simply just not doing work from their client's office or having their clients come to theirs, but starting to do things more virtually. So making this move to virtual fulfillment is is super powerful. And again, if you follow our model where you're essentially adding on a done with you offering that is part implementation, but with with some co- like group coaching, you're already positioned to start leaning into this offering a whole lot more. Let's not stop the work just because we can't meet in person. We can continue to do this in virtual. In fact, we're enabled and equipped to do it this way, 
right? So we want to lean into the fact that uh, we have virtual opportunities. However, I think a downfall that some people will fall into, uh, I, I think especially people that try to lean into the course creation thing is you have to look at what are key elements of in-person, whether it's in-person event, and I'll just write events here, um, or in-person implementation. There is an element of these things that is experiential, right? And so you can't just go and go virtual and give people only information like, Hey, I know we can't work together in person. So I'm going to let you like, have you just do this course by yourself? No, this is where if you have an experience, we need to focus on that as well. So it's info, excuse me, plus the coaching and consulting. We want to stack these things on top of each other so that we're not just only giving them information, but we're a part of that experience. And we're making that as much of an experience as possible. It's not just, hey, go watch this video, but it's, hey, come on to this Zoom call this week and we're going to work through some of these things. All right. So when we, if, if your fulfillment currently ties to any sort of in-person event or uh, and solely in-person, like if you only sold workshops, for example, you need to now start figuring out how to do those workshops virtually which again, isn't that hard leveraging tools like Zoom or Loom or Ecamm Live like I'm using right now, but that's from a delivery perspective. Now, from a conversion perspective, um, I sort of already talked about this a little bit, but um, if you have in-person sales experiences, well, those have to go, those have to go uh, virtual as well. And I think some people are going to um, need to be focused on, you know, selling and reselling Now, here's what I think is interesting. Um, This is something we all should have been doing anyway. But anytime you have any, like now more than ever, any touch point that you have with a client and or a prospect, you are selling or reselling. Having clients stay, having clients sign up. And every touch point needs to have you in a position of leadership and of service so that you can make sure your clients and or potential clients are going to get what they need through this time. So just think about every single touch point that you now have as an opportunity to resell and or sell that person you're talking to uh, to stay with you. Is this making sense? Is this helpful? Give me a comment while I look at my notes to make sure I'm not missing anything. And also in the conversion phase, while you're chiming in, um, by stepping up as a leader, by showing them that you are here to serve, by not cowering in fear, I think you are 100% going to position yourself as needed versus discretionary, right? Let's be honest, coaching, consulting, some services are discretionary, um, but if we can help lift them through this, then we're going to be looked at as more needed than discretionary. Now, I think a huge piece of this is something that we talk a lot about um, at All Agency, which is you need to sell outcomes. 
So if all you have been doing is selling your labor, time for money, we'll do this for you, and your clients look at you as labor, that is going to be one of the first areas that they cut. But if you can say, hey, I have this end-to-end solution, and A to Z or even A to B, selling results, that's not going to go away. If you can help your client or prospects make more money, guess what most businesses need and want right now? More money. So if you can package up your solution into how this is going to make you money or save expenses or be more efficient, serve more people and grow your business, we actually start to get back into that category of a need versus this is just a luxury, right? Um, so again, if all you've ever been is doing done for you and sending back and forth proposals and, Hey, we'll do this for you. Oh, sorry. We'll slash that. Cause that's not in your budget. Like, I think you're going to play this game where you're looked at as discretionary, but if you can say, Hey, look, I have a process. I have a methodology that's going to help you generate X or get more clients or save more time or save more money. And we can do that together relatively quickly, 30, 60, 90 days. You're positioning yourself to sell a result results will still sell. And you just need to be positioned as such. So, And this all goes back to, obviously, everything I've been talking about, your marketing, how you show up when you convert, every touch point is selling, every delivery experience, you're selling and reselling. But it all starts with really, you know, you have to sell an outcome. And one model that I've been drawing a lot re- recently is this uh, is is this model, which is, like think of this as your done for you. And right now this is bespoke. This is your custom work and maybe it's one-on-one. Well, now is your time to introduce your done with you offer. And this is going to be, you know, one to many. And while this is your most coveted price, because you've just raised it, this becomes a more affordable option. This is called price anchoring. When they come and they see, oh my God, it's going to cost 30 grand. Well, the 10 grand option isn't looking so bad anymore, especially when it can help deliver a result because you've packaged it as such. And um, I say this cautiously, but the DIY option, um, which, you know, if you're a client, please touch base with us on this. I'm not saying just go launch, you know, very, uh, in a, chaotic way, a DIY course. But if you can launch something low ticket, that's DIY that can lead into this. Um, this could be an opportunity to be generating some sales in the short term while people, some people might be afraid giving you an upsell opportunity into selling the thing that you really want to be selling, which is done with you. Right. And you have these different layers where, you know, in the middle is done is bespoke. It's one-on-one. It's, it's not as scalable, but then we go into, you know, done with you, which is, is way more scalable than that. And then you have, you know, DIY, which is, you know, even more infinitely scalable, um, because it's mostly selling information. And so we go from our inside out, we go from core service, which is often, you know, done for you to, a leveraged service, which is done with you to more of an info and knowledge offer, 
which is more DIY. Again, as an alt agency, we believe you need to have all of these in your wheelhouse at some point, which makes you a triple threat. Trying to sell all of them at once is actually difficult, which is why most of our clients are focused on selling one and getting good at that for a while, which is this done with you option because most of them came to us with their done for, uh, done for you option. So that's what I got for you guys today. Um, are there any questions? Instead of a victim, be the leader in your delivery. How can you help them make more money and package the result? Yeah, Tim, I think it could be. Uh, I now let's talk about that uh, in our in our private client group because obviously I know what courses you're talking about. I wouldn't. I'm not 100 on board with just taking your existing done with you program and selling it as DIY, uh, especially if they would need that help. I think we might need to reposition that. I, so don't just sell it as a course and think that that's going to be the solution. So we'll talk about that. But I do think it is an opportunity for you. But the reality is your current price of your current done with you program is not that expensive. Um, and also your new momentum program, I think is really positioned for positioned well for this, because of how you know anchored you're done for you is and this is an opportunity for people to keep on implementing on their own with the guidance from you guys and you can up level even the number of coaching calls you have and provide more access through virtual um, in a time like this so there could be a benefit for people signing up to momentum right now because due to what's going on maybe you're going to make more coaching calls available to help them navigate through this time Tim and, and Tim, that just reminded me of an idea that might be good for you. So uh, message me, um, and uh, we'll we'll t we'll chat about that. Any other questions? Again, help them be on the path. Competition is going to freak freak out, so you got to be the optimist. Um, you can either choose to adopt the frame of being a victim or choose the, the, the frame of being a leader, a leader in your own life, a leader in your own business to your team, a leader to your existing clients, a leader to your prospects. Show them that you can help them. As someone who serves agency owners, freelancers, um, to me, this screams huge opportunity. Uh, obviously, there's no slam dunks, nothing's easy, but depending upon what your service is, Packaging these things up, which is like our bread and butter, our signature service process, really can start to position you to offer things in a way that could be affordable to your clients in a time where they might want to pull back on some spending, but still be very profitable for you and continue to position you in your own marketing in a way where you're going to be generating leads, converting those leads into opportunities and coming out the other side of uh, you know this whole situation and you know on top and better for it that's my belief on some of the things you guys should be doing um some of the things that we're doing right and that's all i got for you guys today i'm already at 45 minutes so this is way longer than i was actually expecting and i have to go to a couple other calls but if you're a client and you got questions on this be sure to hop in the client group and ask those we are here to help you get through this um, and thrive in this opportunity. And I know that you all are leaders of your own markets and will continue to do so. So let's 
keep on plugging on that journey. And if you are not a client and you want to chat about how we might be able to help you, we have a variety of ways that we can help you. Um, so private message me and we'd be happy to chat to make sure that you continue to grow, create more leverage and opportunity for yourself. And you're not one of those businesses that's going to be shutting the doors, uh, you know, a year from now. So hope all is well with you guys. Um, stay safe, take care of yourself from a health perspective, take care of your families, but be the optimist, be the leader, step up in this time where a lot of people could really use you. You are strong enough, you are powerful enough, and you are smart enough. And your clients, your market, this world, it needs you right now. So let's rally, let's help, let's serve, and let's, uh, let's be successful.